Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Um, today is Faith-Filled Friday. I am so excited, just like every other Friday, to come and just share my heart with you. Um, we are going to start with some scripture. I'm going to read these few verses, um, but the topic today is I want to talk to you about loving your enemies. That can be a really tough topic to digest because um, we get so offended and hurt, and sometimes you know, it's understandable or there may be a situation happening or there may be a disagreement and sometimes it's not even the other person's fault or your fault. And so let's just get into this because um, I'm going to share a couple of personal experiences with you today. So first of all, let's look at Luke chapter 6 verses 27 to 36 and it says, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. But give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Verse 32 says, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your father is merciful. I want, I want to encourage you to go back and reread those scriptures when you have time and read them over and over again. Every moment that you get, there is so much in there. So many wonderful things, things that when you immediately read it the first time, you think, what? Now, why would I do that? You know, because we've been taught in this world and in these generations that when somebody does wrong to you, um, don't trust them, walk away, turn your back on them, um, hate them, don't do anything for them. And sometimes we don't really realize what it is they may be going through. And if we just show them love and kindness, if we show them the love of God, not our conditional love, but the unconditional love of God. Um, what a transformation and change that could take place in that person's life. So again, the verse, the, the reference is Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 36. Go back and read it again uh, when you have a chance. But let's go ahead and get into this topic. So I just want to open up a little bit today and just share with you how, you know, there are some days where I'm just so heartbroken by the hate and the negativity um, that's been unleashed throughout our country and even this world. You know, um, I can only share with you the things that, that I hold dear to me and the personal experiences that I have, you know, I've had hope in. Um, and I just hope that it encourages you. You know, encouragement is what we need to live day by day. Um, we need it. You know, we live in hopes that things will fall into their proper alignment and, um, you know, that it must be in line with God's plan for our life and for anything to work. 
So let me begin by saying, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Christ spoke these words to us right there in that verse that we read. He spoke those words to us. But interestingly enough, he began the verse by saying, but I say to you who hear. Now that word hear is defined as um, to listen with attention, to gain knowledge, to perceive or apprehend by the ear, and to listen with favor. So we have to first choose to listen before we can make a decision. Christ called the people to hear. That's what his what the scripture started out with. Hear what he was going to say. And he placed emphasis on that word here. He immediately followed up with love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Now that's a statement to digest for sure. But how can we do this when the person you know, that stands before us, clearly hates us. Um, how are we able to even look that person in the face um, and even pretend to like them? And I know, you know, I've encountered this on a daily basis. Um, I'm sure there's been some moments in your life where you've encountered it. We all go through this. Not everyone will like us. And not many people will love us. And it's not a shock. I mean, it's life. We live, we live day to day with this. And that's why Christ left us these instructions. So that we can be the ones to make the change. You know, our daughters are um, homeschooled now. And when they were in public school, I remember one of my most favorite moments of taking them to school every morning was um, on the way to school in the truck. We would shout out these words. And, um, I mean, it was just wonderful to hear, but we would, together, all three of us, we would yell out, Lord, help me to be the greatest example of your love to everyone I meet today. And then in their cute little voices, they'd say, Amen. And, you know, and I believe that in their, their little big hearts, that they would strive so much every day to do that. And if you think about that, our children can oftentimes love more than we do because they don't see beyond the person's heart. So let me explain what I mean by this. Um, by choosing to be an example of God's love to those that are around us, we are making a conscious effort to put aside our thoughts and our judgments of others and to look at them with the heart of God. You know, I ask these questions now myself personally. What what could have happened in their life that caused them to hurt? Do people hate because they've been hurt? And how can we show love to ease their hurt? And just maybe, maybe our love will bring hope to an area in their life that they never experienced. You know, and I think about that. I think about the, the love of a child. You know, the... Just the way it's so unconditional, the way they trust, the way they have faith, they believe. And we could tell them anything and they'll believe what we say and they'll do what we ask of them. And here we are struggling to love our neighbor. You know, my heart just aches for this nation. It really does. We don't see past the media. Um, 
you know, a lot of it that's just constantly thrown in our face every day. And, and I'm talking about both sides included. It doesn't matter what's happening on what side it is thrown at in front of us. I, I don't even really watch the news anymore for that reason. Um, but you know, like we, because we allow and we choose to allow our emotions to just run rampant rather than exercising the faith that was given to us to expect great change, regardless of the negativity that surrounds us. And I always try to place myself in a position where I'm hopeful that the outcome will be so much greater than, than what's anticipated. Y'all, faith is a powerful thing. Faith gives us a reason to rise in the morning and to thank God for another day of life. Faith is what presses us into our purpose and leads us into accomplishing great things. Faith is what the people of this nation need right now. Faith is believing in something that you may not be able to see on the surface, but knowing that God has an even greater plan than what you can even fathom. I mean, think about that. The word of God says if we have faith just the size of a mustard seed, if you could, if you could think about how tiny that is, if we had faith just that size, oh my goodness, the, the amazing and wonderful things that we would see and experience and be able to believe in again. I don't allow myself to be consumed with the things of this world. Um, and, and, and I do in many ways, Throughout the day, you know, I don't watch the news. I will only check up on things um, when I have a free moment or if I'm just cooking dinner or such. But I don't allow that to replay all day long. I don't get caught up in the conversations about what's going on in this world. I don't um, indulge in that unless it's necessary. And I believe a lot of times when we when we choose to remove ourselves from the chaos of this world, it's not putting yourself in a position of not being aware, you know, you're sitting there unaware and, and just don't know what's going on. It's not putting yourself in that position, but it's choosing what you allow to take the time of your day, what you allow, because the more negativity that you hear, the more you feel pressed down during the day, the more time that you spend with, with God and in the word and taking time to just spend time in worship and quiet time with him, the more uplifted you are. The moment we hear something negative, then we get pressed down again. And then God refills our cup. And then we get pressed down again. And I don't know about you, but I don't choose to be on that seesaw throughout the day. I choose to spend my time with him because whatever he has to say to me is more important than what the world has to say to me. So I want to share a couple of um, experiences with you that have happened in my own personal life that's, that has brought me to this point. So when I was in middle school, that was a long time ago, but when I was in middle school, I remember that there was this particular girl um, that to this day, I still think of her often. I, I don't remember her name. I wouldn't even know where she's at today, but I think of her often. She couldn't stand me. Now, that's pretty hard to believe because I'm just such a likable person, but that's my opinion. <laughs> but I try to get along with everybody. But she could not stand me. And to this day, I still do not know why. Um, she would kick the back of my chair in class. She would pull my hair. Um, she would just throw threats at me. 
um, that one day she was going to beat me up for what reason? I don't know. Honestly, I do not know. I, I had never spoken to this person. I've never, I had no idea. And when asked why she hated me so much, she would just respond with the curse word, um, or multiple curse words. And I remember I would sit out in the car with my mom every morning, um, while I waited for the bus, you know, to, to go to school. And we would always take a moment to pray for this girl. And my prayer was usually somewhere along the lines of, Lord, show her love. Please help me to be loving. Um, don't let it get to me. I want to know why she hates me. So please place it on her heart to stop. I mean, it was just an innocent cry of, I really don't know why this girl does not like me. Why she is so angry. And my prayers were just repetitive. Every single morning, it was the same prayer, same prayer. And one day as, um, as she pulled my hair and she continued to kick the back of my chair, um, she whispered to me, I'm going to get you after class. So here was another threat. Um, the bell rang and she just took off. She ran out of the room. So I figured it was just another one of those threats. And really, to my surprise, the moment I stepped outside of that classroom door, she jumped out and slapped me across the face and started running down the hall. When I tell you, just my adrenaline was rushing and just out of complete shock, I took off after her, and when I reached her at the end of the school, we had a kind of like this horseshoe building, you know, where you would run down one hall, um, turn right, and then turn right again. Um, we made it all the way to the other end, and when I got there, um, the administration was already holding her, and um, they were coming towards me to get me to stop. And at that moment, I remembered the prayers that we had prayed for this young girl, and the only words I could speak at that moment was, I forgive you. Everybody, if I had a picture, everybody's mouth was dropped at what I said. And I thank God that he gave me that peace and that strength to, to not react, but to respond with what we had been praying for every single morning was an opportunity to just love on her. So, long story short, the girl got suspended, and I returned back to class. And um, a few days later, when she returned, uh, she wanted to be my friend. She never said why, but I knew in my heart no one had ever shown her forgiveness and love that way. I never saw her bully another person after that. Um, I took a hit. But I still cho chose to love her. And trust me, it wasn't easy. I mean, there were days and days of hurt built up. But those three little words released everything that day. And my heart was so full of peace. And I was just so relieved. I was so glad that God stepped in and he heard my prayers. And he gave me peace and gave me the words to speak in that moment. It's hard to do something like that. But I knew she had never been loved or shown forgiveness that way.
and God was able to use us. I say us because me, I had to go through it, but my mom and my dad that prayed with me, you know, he used us, he used us to touch her heart. So one more story that I want to share with you today is, um, this is another hard one. Um, but it was years ago. My mom, my mom was, was shot in a drive-by shooting, um, in our home. And both her and my brother were injured. I'm so grateful to God that they're both alive. But at the time, it was rough. You know, my mom was in the ICU fighting for her life. You know, we didn't know how long this process was going to be. We didn't know if she would even make it. She spent months and months in the hospital. Um, I was only 11 at the time, and I was so very angry at God. You know, I just kept thinking, how could he allow something like this to happen to us? Why would he want to take my mom away from me? You know, all those emotions just building up. I was so hurt. And I remember one day, while visiting my mom, she spoke these words to me, and I have never let go of them. But she told me that she had forgiven the people who had done this to her. And when I, when I tell you, I, I sat there like, forgive? Like, how? Why? Why would you do that? They had caused so much pain to our family. We didn't even know if the gang members who were responsible had ever even been caught. Um, we had to move out of our home. We had to live with my sister, my older sister. I remember going to bed fearful every night and not knowing if um, these teenagers knew where, what our new address was, if they were going to come back and do it again. You know, would they find us and, and try to take us all out? Um, but something happened that day when she spoke those words to me. It was, it was at peace again. Peace in knowing that if she had forgiven them, then I knew she also had faith that God would work everything out. It was a very long and tiring road um, just to the recovery for all of us. But she said she's alive today. And she's here and she tells her story. And she just brings so much faith and peace and forgiveness and love to so many people. If you know her or you had a chance to meet her, you would know that she is one of the sweetest, most giving people in this world. She will give you whatever you need. And I guess as a child, I always tried to figure out why why would God allow things like this to happen to people who are so good? So good. And we can't help the things that we go through in our life. But the one thing that I've learned is that it doesn't matter what you go through. When you press through and you persevere and you make it out, you will make it out stronger than the way you went in. You will make it out with the testimony to be able to share with somebody else later on in time in a moment where they need to hear it most. And it was it's not a punishment, but it's just life that we have to endure and go through. And how we navigate through it, how we manage it, the faith that we have in those moments, 
the faith that we have when we're sitting in our home and we don't know how we're going to pay our bills. We don't know if we're going to have the next house payment. We don't know where we're going to get our food. We don't know if that person is going to get better. We don't know if um, our children will have everything that they need. We just don't know, don't know, don't know. But when we have faith and trust in God, that he is going to take care of it, that he is going to bring us through, he's going to give us the strength that we need to press through. That I, I don't know about you, but that is all that I need. It's all that I need to know that he is there walking with me and I am not alone. And so if that can encourage you today, knowing that it doesn't matter what you are going through, life will happen. But it's where you put your faith and your trust. Or are you going to doubt and walk away and allow fear to consume you on a daily basis? I want to be in the peace of God. I want to sit here in peace, knowing that I know he already has everything in line for what I need. Now, this was only two stories out of the many stories that I have seen God work in my life, my husband's life, our family's life, those that are surrounded us. I have seen him work too many times to doubt him and to not have faith. I found out after that time with my mom, I don't even know if I've ever shared this story with her, but I found out that the time with her seeing how she could forgive somebody else. I found out that every time from that point on that I spoke to my Heavenly Father, not sometimes, every single time, He heard every word, every concern, every fear, every hurt. He saw my frustration. He saw when I was confused. And He saw every tear that I cried. And he never failed to respond to me or to the, to the things that I was going through. Even if I couldn't see him working, I knew he was working. I knew it in my heart. And he was up to good. And that good was reminding me that he has it all together. And I don't need to try to manipulate things for him but to just hand it all over to him. You know, I don't worry about tomorrow. Um, I choose not to worry about tomorrow. I choose not to dwell on my past and the things that I've done wrong, the people that I've hurt, um, the hard times that I've been in. I choose not to dwell on that. But I move forward. I look forward to what it is that God has for me and for us and for everybody that is listening to this podcast right now. Look towards what he has for you. I refuse to allow anyone to try to instill fear into my life. You know, his um, His word says in Second Chronicles um, 7 verse 14, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. What a word for today. You know, humility, um, it talks about humbling themselves. Humility is never thinking that we're better than anyone else. We have to remain in our position 
and God will raise us up for such a time as this. You know, he has a plan. We just have to walk in, in um, trust and in love and peace so that he can accomplish what needs to be accomplished. So I encourage you today, continue to pray for everyone. Pray for one another, for strength and encouragement. Pray for them. Your loved ones, your friends, your enemies, pray for them. I thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. And um, I pray for you as well. Always praying for those of you that are listening. Um, This is an amazing day just simply because we're alive. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you for every single person who has tuned in today. I thank you for them taking the time to listen. I thank you for giving me the opportunity, the wonderful opportunity, to always share my heart, to share your word, to share encouragement, an uplifting word, that when the negativity and the chaos in this world tries to beat us down and press us down to the ground, that you are always there ready to refill us, to fill our cup, to give us hope, to give us joy, to show us your love, to give us the opportunity to love others, the greatest opportunity to love others. So Father, we pray for one another. We pray even for our enemies. We pray for those that may treat us in a way that we don't even understand why they treat us that way. We don't understand why they don't like us, but we love on them anyway because we don't know what they're going through. We don't know the type of life that maybe they've lived or the hurt that they have experienced. So if we didn't do anything to them and we know that, then what is it in their heart that is broken? What is it that we can help to mend? It is our position and our place just to love one another, not to fight in this world. We agree to disagree on things, Lord, but just to be able to come together and to love one another and to respect one another. I pray that this this time people just get a burning in their heart to just do what is right. And so I just pray the strength and your love and joy over every single person that is on this podcast And we thank you, Father, for another day of life. Thank you. We love you so much. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining me on the Expressions of Destiny podcast. I will see you back here on Tuesday for um, our All Things Business podcast, Teachable Tuesdays. And back here next Friday for more encouragement. Have a wonderful day. God bless.